We've got both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. I belong to me. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. What up, Ashley Simpson, right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ashley and Jessicast. I'm your host, Leah Russo, and today we are going to be talking about the Newlyweds episode, Mismatched Threesome, and I am so excited to welcome back one of my favorite guests, one of your favorite guests. She's one of Jessica's biggest fans, and she is the creator of the Jessica Simpson Tribute Instagram. Welcome back, Amanda. Hello, everybody. And Leah, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to be on the show again. I'm so excited that you're back. We have so much to talk about. This episode has a lot. A lot. (laughs) I took notes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, me too. I was just actually looking at my notes and I was like, really? I wrote down like every second of what happened because it was just like... (laughs) It's a lot. It is. I wrote down every second as well. And I did little (laughs) bits of research here and there because there's all these little like nooks and crannies that were interesting. So I have about like four mini pages of notes, maybe more. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot in this about marriage and friendship and just human being relationships and all of that. A lot. You're absolutely right. Just the three of them and their dynamic is Mm -hmm. telling for sure. Yeah. So first, we're just going to talk about it's not really news per se. I mean, I guess it kind of is. So I want to say thank you to this person who has since either, I guess, deactivated, deleted their Instagram. But my DMs were super backed up, which thank you guys so much for caring about my podcast enough to DM me all the time. Like, I love it when I don't answer. I don't it's not because I don't want to answer. Sometimes I just read them. And then I have to go back and answer at a later date. And sometimes I don't even open them because I just get really busy. But I get to them eventually. So this one, it wasn't even that old. It was like maybe like a week old. But since they sent it, they deactivated or deleted their Instagram, which just makes this like even more mysterious. (laughs) Yes, I found that so mysterious. Like is this some like record exec that like is dying to get this information out there or what's going on? Yes. So – I'm just going to read the DM and I'm going to make a highlight on the Instagram page that you can check this list out yourself. But it just says, hello. First of all, I love your podcast and the work you do. I discovered Jessica a year ago and I love her songs. I love that someone's discovering Jessica only a year ago. That's awesome. I know. I know. It's amazing. It says, today, 12 new Britney songs were released on ASCAP that were from Glory. So I decided to go on ASCAP and out of curiosity, I searched for Jessica Simpson's name. So if anyone doesn't know, you have to register songs 
either with ASCAP or one of the other companies. Um, my music business class was a long time ago, so <laughs> I'm probably not talking about it properly. But every single song that is created has to be registered with one of these companies and it's public information. You can go on and find anything basically. So she searched Jessica's name and found a lot of music that never came out. She wrote all of them down. I'm saying she, I don't know why I'm saying she, I'm sorry if you are a him or a they, but I just, I guess I'm saying she, because a lot of us are she's, but I don't know. <laughs> um, so she wrote all of them down and separated them by eras. According to the writers who work with Jessica during those years, I'm not 100% sure, but you can locate them. There are some very obvious ones, like from the album, Do You Know? I think Jessica was either going to release another country album or she was just very inspired because there are a lot of country style songs, also Christian songs that could have been for a gospel album. So I think that's interesting, too, because I think Jessica could have made a gospel album, but she also would just put songs that were more gospely on her albums anyway you know yes i actually would die for a jessica gospel album um only because not because i love gospel music but because i feel like it's just like her calling and she's so good at singing gospel her voice just like caters to it and i feel like it would just be so amazing to hear her sing an entire gospel album it would be like you know one of those like heart-wrenching moments yes I agree I love I mean it's so funny when you're listening to Irresistible and then the end is his eyes on the sparrow and it's just Mm. it's such Mm -hmm. a it's such a moment it's so different from the rest of the album you know and it's so her it's so her I feel like that's what it is it's just like from her complete soul and so it just it makes it that much more special so there are dozens of songs on this list go check out the highlight I'm not going to read them all but there's a few of them that I think are um we've we've there's a few of them that we've heard like fly was a bonus track from in this skin there's some that I think are were just renamed mm-hmm mm-hmm So we have heard some of these, but a lot of them we haven't heard. And I wonder if, especially the ones from Do You Know, I wonder if those would show up on whatever she's working on, any future albums that might come out, because I feel like that album she wrote, did she write everything? She wrote every single song on Do You Know, and she was just... I think she did. She wrote or co-wrote all of them. Yeah. And she was just really digging deep at that time. And that album has songs about Nick, John Mayer, Tony Romo. Oh, yes. Yes. I So let me ask you a question. For um, that ASCAP, um, do you, are all those songs already written songs? Like they're fully written and performed? Or are they just kind of like abstract ideas? They're not always performed. Okay. I think there might be a separate registry for things that have been recorded. Okay. So it might just be like written, but not actually performed yet. Mm -hmm. The thing is, if it's on the website, it means that the label took the time to register it. So Mm -hmm. obviously you can be like just hanging out writing songs and not register them. But if you register them, it's – it's like you're making a point about it. You are you are going to be releasing this song because the whole point of it is like 
they need to have the record of it for the royalties. Okay. So you can't get royalties unless your song is registered with one of these companies. So it's basically, you know, it's it's about money. So if you're not planning to make any money off of it, then you probably wouldn't register it. But if you are, then you then you would. So well, that's that's just really exciting. I feel like that's some exciting tea right there. (laughs) Yeah. So this happens a lot. Like when people are waiting and waiting for like the new Gaga album or whatever, the stands will check every single like three times a day like is is anything new registered you know right 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 so and also with leaks sometimes it's easier if you already know the title of a song even if you don't know anything about it you can like especially if it's a unique title you could maybe scour the internet and find something or find someone talking about something or whatever so these songs were definitely they definitely finished writing them I'm sure some of them were recorded some were not Mm. but I would really there's a few songs from back in the day that Nick co-wrote and yes I saw that oh my gosh that is so cool it is and we all know how I feel about Nick but I like him as a songwriter and I like this I mean he wrote he co-wrote forever in your eyes so same I feel like he's a good songwriter I, I feel like he's a good like backup guy you know, he's a good, like, backup writer. He's a good backup singer, especially with her. <laughs> the two of them, like, vibed. He's so, good to come on the team. He is. <laughs> he is. So to see <laughs> his name on there and that they co-wrote songs together um, is really exciting. Yeah. So you Nick stands. You don't have to come after me. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I don't care. But when, you know, when he does something good, I say it. So. Yes. Clap for Nick. Right. <laughs> So yeah, there's a, a few songs that he wrote, but all of these are it's funny cuz like all of these are Jessica either written by Jessica or co-written by Jessica. So this doesn't even include the ones that were not written by her that were maybe meant for her. Right. So there's just a million songs out there. And I really wonder if we'll ever hear any of these. Me too. I'm going to have to get googling on some of those songs and like get down some rabbit holes and see if I can find anything. Yeah. I need to find time to do that too (laughs) because – Same. Time would be nice. Yes. (laughs) I I will report back to you guys, of course. But whoever you are, if you listen, thank you so much. And feel free to DM me again from your new Instagram if you have one and just be like, hey, that was me because I would like to say thank you. It was very – because it wasn't like you just – like told me this you literally made an itemized list (laughs) yeah it was amazing it's like chronological and separated by album that I mean it's really awesome yes I loved it so thank you so much Amanda before we get started with the episode do you want to just tell everybody about your Instagram if they missed the last episode or they haven't seen it yet yes absolutely so my Instagram is jessica underscore Simpson underscore tribute is my page and it has been just going so well. I'm having so much fun with it. I love making it and even more, it's just developed into like this little community where I'm, you know, getting DMs every day and chatting with different um, people every day and Jessica fans and, you know, people with tea and information and, um, it's just really cool. And it's kind of like, I, I I think by the end of next month, it'll be up to like a thousand followers or something like that, which I never 
expected it to get to. Like my own personal Instagram doesn't even have that many followers. So I can see that a ton of people just love Jessica and they love connecting over her. And I find that really cool. Me too. Yours is really growing fast. So I'm really happy. Yeah, me too. And I love the the fans that we get to connect with because they're just so chill you know, it's not like an intense, like, I, I feel like a lot of Britney fans are quite intense. Like every time I go on to like a Britney page or I read something, because I'm into her too, um, you know, people are like fighting and, you know, like giving each other misinformation or, you know, trying to dispute information. And it's just a little bit too intense. Whereas with Jessica, it's just like fun. It's like fun and happy and you know, everybody is excited. And so it just feels like a really nice place. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And it, I think especially too, I'll get some people that are just so happy when they find my page because it just reminds them of when they were kids or teenagers yes. and it just gives a warm feeling, you know? Totally, totally. And I love every time I do, I don't do it too often, but whenever I do like quizzes or like you know, long, like this or that, um, sections. I mean, like hundreds of people are into it. I get like the most, um, the most, um, people watching it when I do those little quizzes. So it almost feels like everybody's all together, like, you know, joined in doing something. (laughs) I know. Isn't it interesting? I honestly, like, I don't know if I really knew that, what I like I I don't know if I knew that the podcast would be as popular as it is I mean it didn't like explode or anything but I mean I talk to people every single day about it like I'm always my my Instagram talking to new listeners and Jessica and Ashley fans so it's really cool yeah no I feel like it did explode I mean I remember when you guys hadn't even started it yet and you were doing like little updates on Instagram like it's coming and there was like a few people and that were really excited and they kept like saying we can't wait And then all of a sudden you just had like hundreds and hundreds of people like, you know what I mean? DMing you and on your page every day. So I feel like it totally exploded and I feel like it's almost like an epicenter of all of us. I know. It's so fun. I'm so so grateful that people get any enjoyment out of it because sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm just like, Wow, I think and talk about these girls so much. I hope they're not creeped out. <laughs> I know, I know. And yet somehow like the universe is constantly sending us information because I feel like there's always something going on, you know? Totally. <laughs> so yeah. it's not just us. It's not just us. <laughs> so let's get into this episode because there is so much to talk about. Oh my God. This episode is – I forgot how – amazing this episode is. I like (laughs) all the Casey episodes because they're really funny, but when you dissect it, there's so much in this one. We love you, Casey. By the way, Casey was the first person in the Simpson, I guess, camp to find out about our podcast. And it was literally later that same day that Jessica looked at our story. So I'm I'm putting two and two together here. And I'm going to say that maybe Casey texted Jessica about it. It could just be a coincidence, but can you just imagine that though? I mean, hello, Casey texted Jessica about your podcast. Like, hi, that is awesome. I know. It's just so funny because I saw Casey had viewed 
our story in the morning and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I mean, I was excited about that. I was like, yeah. wow, Casey knows about us. This is so cool. And then yeah. later it was, it was Jessica. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. You're like, they're talking about us. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think it's too far-fetched. They did see our story. So you never know. No, I, I think at this point, everybody knows about it and they all are talking about it sometimes, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe not every day, but yeah. it comes up. Sometimes it comes up, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually wanted to share a poll that I did. And I did this poll when I released the last Newlyweds episode, which was about a month ago. It was about the season premiere from 2.5, which is the first episode where – I mean, Casey's in other episodes, but this is the first one where she moves in. It's literally called Casey Moves In. Right, right. And I did – a poll and I wrote Casey moving in temporarily was either totally natural or overstepping and I was actually really surprised 47% said totally natural and 53% said overstepping what do you think Amanda wow um I mean it's not that shocking to me to be honest because there's a lot of people out there that they like their privacy especially if they're in a relationship or maybe they're married um, and they might feel like having like a third wheel there is a little bit invasive. Right. Um, personally, me, and especially at the ages that they were at, they were like in their early 20s, you know, I feel like that's totally natural to be, you know, living with a friend or having a friend come and crash at your place. I don't think that's weird at all, especially mm-hmm. in their situation. Um, but I could see how I could see how it's almost 50 50. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely someone who likes privacy, but I I feel like Jessica is she just seems like that girlfriend that you could call at 3 a.m. if you were broken down three hours away from her house and she would be like, I'm getting in the car right now. I'll be there. Yes, absolutely. I feel like she's definitely like that. And she seems to be somebody that really likes to have a lot of close friends around all the time. Like, she doesn't seem like a person that enjoys being alone very much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe in the morning when she says she likes to journal or whatever. But aside from that, I feel like she's a person that always has kind of like a like an entourage, but it's mm-hmm. all close friends, you know? Not like weird outsiders or people she doesn't know. Right. I think if you truly matter to her and you're in her club I guess already then you're always welcome you know exactly exactly so for her I mean I feel like that's this was just totally natural right and also they had such a big house it's not like they were cramped up against each other yeah I feel like Nick was the one that kind of flipped it like in the beginning he was all it's not a problem like don't be ridiculous it's nothing you know you're crazy Mm-hmm. And then literally five minutes later, he's like, you know, she's got to get out of here. She's got to get her own life. <laughs> you know? So he yeah. was just completely like, I don't know if he was just lying about not caring about it or if he thought he wouldn't and then he did. But he was definitely the one that was not cool with it uh, when it came down to it. I feel like he was part of the time and then other times he – would act like he was fine with it, but then he would make comments like he does in this episode that would show clearly that he wasn't okay with it. Yeah. And I remember your guest that you had on Chart of Fortune, she said Mm -hmm. something about like, um, this was like a very Scorpio trait to like say 
that you're okay with something or you know say <laughs> that you're interested in something but actually you're completely not <laughs> so then you give little hints here and there you know instead of just coming out with it right it is scorpios are mm. very secretive they hide a lot of things yeah. so yeah if, if you've ever had someone be like really strange to you say one thing and do another or you know tell you Mm -hmm. how much they love something and then suddenly they're not doing it anymore it's like do you have Scorpio in your chart (laughs) right I know well my husband's a Scorpio and I can guarantee that he'll often be like oh yeah that's no problem no sure like I can come pick that up for you and then he'll just complain about it for like hours (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's a confirmed that's definitely a Scorpio trait for sure yeah I mean I understand him having like mixed feelings about it but I don't know I do wonder how much she was actually there because MTV kind of tries to frame it like her and Jessica are just home all day doing nothing and they drive Nick crazy but this was when Jessica was the most famous that she ever was and she was crazy busy and of course Casey was always with her wherever Jessica went so she was her assistant Right. So there's no way that they were just sitting home being lazy. No. I mean, personally, my like interpretation of it um, is that I think at this point, Jessica was kind of getting sick of Nick, like, and just all of his crap in general. And she probably was having more fun being with Casey. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm sure to me, it seemed like maybe she was kind of putting Nick aside and hanging out with Casey more on purpose because she enjoyed her company more. It's like easier and more fun. And he was probably like a little bit jealous maybe, or a little bit, you know, put off by that. Yeah. I think that's something that people don't really talk about is when a spouse or partner is jealous not because they think you're, you know, cheating or anything like that, but just because you have an intimate relationship that's platonic with someone. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why don't we have that? Yeah. Like so you're just giving them more of your energy and time and you're giving them like your your good side. And then I get like what's left, <laughs> you know? Right. I feel like that's, that's kind of was more what was like running the dynamic than the fact that, you know, she was in the house. Mm-hmm. you know I mean that they were in that huge house I doubt she was like stepping on toes yeah and I think because their marriage was suffering at this point and they were about like a year I guess from yeah divorcing mm-hmm. so it's like having someone else there was a nice buffer and even right. even, even in some of these scenes you could tell like Jessica walks away from Nick and she has somebody there to go to you know yes exactly exactly and I think that annoys him I think Mm -hmm. that just gets on his nerves for sure so this episode aired on June 23rd 2004 and when this aired unfortunately Jessica was very sick she had to cancel some of her reality tour dates because she had a kidney infection oh I didn't know that yeah there's actually a news article from June 23rd about it she had to cancel I think at least two, but maybe a couple more shows. But the good news is she did dozens of other ones and was freaking amazing. So if you guys haven't seen the reality tour DVD, make sure you get it. Oh my God, I have it. It is amazing. I watch it pretty often. It's so fun. (laughs) It's so good. And um, I actually just was able to score 
the shoes that she's wearing that are um, Marc Jacobs and they're like these nude, like super high platform chunky heels. Yes. I love those shoes. Yes. I've been looking for them. I actually didn't even know they were Marc Jacobs until I saw them on Poshmark and I recognized them and I was like, oh my God, the shoes. (laughs) So um, yeah, so that was very exciting. (laughs) Didn't you recently get another one of her items? Um, Yes. Well, I wanted the, um, what was it? I actually wrote it down so I could remember it. Um, It was the Debbie Crowell um, bag. It's like a um, snakeskin bag, like a metallic snakeskin. And she's wearing it in this episode. It's like the extra large size and she's wearing it like shopping with her mom um, love that bag it's beautiful and I think I, I posted about it or you know said that I liked it or something and um, it's a long story but somebody I know actually bought it and sent it to me as a gift oh wow yeah like and as a surprise too so like I had done that post and then like a couple weeks later it just like showed up at my door from the real real Wow, you're great at manifesting. Yeah, I was. I couldn't even believe it, and I didn't even know who it was. Like, I opened it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's this bag! Like, it's amazing!" And um, and then you know, a couple hours later, I got some DMs from this person, and she was like, "Yeah, I just want you to have it, and I'm glad you love it, and um, just you know, think of me when you wear it." And so, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So now I have those two things. That are very special. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And actually that um, Jessica Newlywed style um, page, the mm-hmm. Instagram handle, she's the one that told me the designer and which bag it was because I didn't even know. I just knew I liked it. Of course. Colleen, the expert. Yes. She's amazing. If I ever need to know anything, I just message her and she's got it like five minutes later. She's like, oh, yeah. Those are like those Marc Jacobs heels. Yeah. i know and she has so many of the items now she's building up quite a collection and you're on your way too she does yeah i guess so it was kind of unplanned but here i am (laughs) i love that Mm -hmm. so let's see the episode opens up with this previously on newlyweds and it's a pretty long montage Mm -hmm. and then they get into um this dinner where first they discussed Nick's hair and how it looks better when it's long because it looks less like he's trying to do a hairstyle which I completely agree with yes I agree too I agree too we all do (laughs) yes I always think guys look so cute like when they wake up in the morning and they haven't styled their hair at all and they just look natural it's just like messy yeah totally yeah Mm -hmm. I guess they say the same thing about us like bedhead Right. Like you just, oh, like you look so great. And I'm like, really? I look like I just died and somehow came back to life. But yeah. okay. like maybe in this setting, I look good right now, like <laughs> in the morning. But I guarantee if I walked out of the house like this, it wouldn't look the same. <laughs> yeah. So then Casey asks if they can hear her at night when she blow dries her hair. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, no, like, 
no. And Jessica picks up what Casey's getting at. Which yeah. She goes, wait, can you hear us? And Casey's like, yes. Hey, when I'm blue drawing my hair at night, can y'all hear me in your room? No. Okay. Because I shut my door and the bathroom us? door. The blue dryer is least <laughs> You can hear us? Just a little bit. I can hear you. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> like hear me? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You can? <laughs> come and knock on my door. Yeah, she is definitely, she's dying to tell them. She's like, please shut up. <laughs> yeah, and she says, like, specifically she can hear jessica i know and they beep it out like god knows what she was saying <laughs> i know and i think it's funny because of course i've said many times for some reason nick chose to go with this narrative that jessica doesn't sleep with him enough and he's just so deprived right and then they have scenes like this where clearly yeah they're you know, they have they have no cares that casey is like in the next bedroom they're just going right at it yeah and honestly they shouldn't i mean it's their house right they're newlyweds and right. go for it but it just goes to show you that that's like utter nonsense you know that they're never having sex right because this happens enough that she's bringing it up yeah totally and it seems well, it didn't seem like a setup scene from MTV. Like, I, I think Jessica was truly like, she just, she looked like a little girl. She was like, oh my God. Yeah, she was so embarrassed and he was so embarrassed. You could just see his face. He was like scrunching it up and like covering it with his hand. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Jessica was more vocal about it and he was just like inwardly like, oh my Totally. God. He just wanted to <laughs> crawl under the table, I think. <laughs> so then we have the Three's Company montage with the song. Yes, come and knock on my door. Which she like referenced in her last post um, on Instagram. She like posted a picture of herself in like a leopard dress, and the caption was "Come and knock on my door." <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure that like we think of it because we're re watching this episode right now. But I wonder if she thinks of the episode when she typed that. That's funny. I didn't put that together. Yeah. There's a bunch of scenes and basically I think the point of this montage is just to show like look at Casey and Jessica. They're two peas in a pod. Nick is the odd one out mm -hmm. and there's actually one clip that I found really funny where Casey is sitting on top of Nick and I think she's helping like crack his back and then yeah. Joe like peeks around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like riding him. She like puts her hand up or something. <laughs> yeah, and – you know, at the time during the divorce, there were rumors that something went on with Casey and Nick, and I 100% do not believe that. Oh, no, I don't think so at all. No, but I'm surprised they didn't lean into that more and make it a whole scene, you know? Yeah, I'm glad they didn't because that would have just been kind of crude, you know, to to start that little rumor mill. I, I don't get that vibe from them at all, like any type of like sexual tension vibe. It's just not there. No, I totally agree. I think it just – it's just like tabloids need something. And so they're like, oh, she was living in their house. Who knows what could have happened? You yeah, know? or people just assume because it's like a female and a male that they're um, automatically going to be like attracted to each other, you know. But mm -hmm. I, just, I just don't think that that's a fact at all. Yeah. Which makes it kind of cute that they can joke around like that, you know, and be close, like physically close and like – kind of be like a brother and a sister would 
Right. I love that because especially, I mean, okay, we, we know that their marriage didn't last, but especially if their marriage would have gone on for years more, it's like they probably would think of each other as a brother or sister, you know? Yeah. I wonder if Casey ever like, I'm sure she thinks about Nick, but I wonder if she ever misses that relationship at all. Yeah, maybe she does because I know Jessica wrote in her book that, you know, she made a point to say that Casey and Nick were close and that Casey wanted her to give the marriage another chance. Yeah, totally. Mm. But we know who we know who won in the end. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Then they're having a pool day and there's like fake fish, those plastic fish that swim around the pool. I think yes. it's funny that they bought yes. those. <laughs> at first I thought it was real I was like what is that <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a filter or something that like does something for the pool oh I didn't know that I thought it was just like for kids yeah I mean it might be but um I don't know my neighbor's pool has a little shark like that and it's some kind of like a filter it puts something in the water so it might oh, I have an that. actual purpose but who knows <laughs> <laughs> So once again, emphasizing how close they are, Casey is popping a blister on Jessica's hand. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I say gross, but me and my best friend like totally do stuff like that. So <laughs> <laughs> my mom always wants to like pop people's pimples and blackheads. Yes. My best friend is the same way. She finds some kind of like satisfaction from doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so but watching somebody else do it is just gross. And then they have – this is one of my favorite scenes ever on Newlyweds. I think this is so funny. Mm. When Casey's saying to Jessica, oh, did you ever notice that when Nick is doing something and then Jessica like, interrupts and she's like, oh, he like makes this face and she imitates him. Oh, and yes, yes. It's so funny. And then she calls <laughs> out to him and he, he looks up and he's making the face. It's like he's pursing his lips or something, right? <laughs> like sucking on a lemon. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like perfect timing as if yes. they planned it like that, you know, but I think it was authentic. Oh, that was so funny. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's exactly the kind of thing that I was talking about. Like they're starting to get closer and like have fun together. And now they're kind of like ragging on him, you know, and I'm sure he wants to act like he doesn't care, but that probably annoys the heck out of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's two against one. Yeah. Then Nick sprays them with the hose you ever notice when nick is like doing something he makes a facial expression he does this <laughs> he does he does it when he takes a shower when he puts he lotion on when he, when he soaps up nick hey baby i have my phone and everything's over here Shut up. I laugh because Nick tells me to shut up at least 20 times a day. <laughs> <gasps> Baby, stop it! Bitch. <laughs> then he tells her to shut up. That's right. Casey does that thing that it, it, it's just so typical when you're, you know, there's like one friend who is with someone and the other friend is like, oh, <laughs> isn't it weird that your your boyfriend does that thing? yeah oh that's kind of weird like yeah. they don't want to outwardly say like dump him but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Casey's literally just like oh you know he says he tells us to shut up like a hundred times a day right right I know and was that the first um like shut up of the episode or 
of this episode, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, because there's lots of sh- – I think it's shut it. <laughs> he likes to say shut it. I hate when he says shut <laughs> it. I, I actually think shut up is, like, somehow better. I don't know why. I mean, they're both bad, but – Right, because basically shut up is, like, telling you to be quiet, but shut it is, like, telling you to keep your mouth shut. So it's just, like, excessively rude. <laughs> Right. I think that's it. It kind of implies, you know, shut that like mouth that never shuts up yeah, or something. Just like, don't talk, you know. Yeah. Then he like brings the fish over, which is all wet. So then he gets Jessica wet again and she has like a very angry, stern voice. Yes. And she's like, Stop it. She's like genuinely pissed. I don't know if he actually said it at the moment. I think that he didn't, but they you can hear him say like bitch. Oh, yes. I thought he said witch. Does he say witch or bitch? But he says something. He's like, bitch. Yeah, you might be right because I was wondering if they edited it from something else because mm-hmm. it doesn't quite sound like bitch. I think it's witch, if witch. I remember correctly. Yeah, I think he, under his breath, he's like, witch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, the thing is. Which is nice. Yeah, I mean, even if he didn't say it in that moment, he said it at some point. Yeah, exactly. And surely it wasn't, they weren't like, hey, Nick, can you just say witch under your breath for us real quick? (laughs) It was like, definitely intentional. Lovely. Mm -hmm. We love Nick. Uh, Oh, yeah, he's just great. Vanessa, (laughs) as I've said before, call me if you need help. I think this episode is when he really starts to get like his most rude. And there's more later, we'll talk about it. But I really feel like this episode is where he just like gives up trying to be even slightly sweet. And he just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. And you can kind of track that in her book, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Then they go inside and Casey asks Nick if he called to check the movie times, which I don't know if anyone remembers from this era when there was that movie phone guy. Oh, movie phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like, it's funny because it wasn't really necessary. I feel like it easily could have gone from just checking the newspaper to checking online. But we had the movie phone where you can just dial and find your local movie theater, and then he would tell you the movie times. Yes. It just seemed so easy for some reason. Yeah. And it was fun. I liked his voice. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Movie Phone. Yes. Nyx is all annoyed. Did you check the movies? Go for it. Just call and check. The paper's right there. So you can call. Just get the paper. It's right there. 
Nick. Then don't call. I don't care. I'm not. What in the world are you guys doing? It's keeping you from looking up a freaking movie time. Oh yeah, he's just like absolutely refusing to help them in any way. Yeah, and he's implying again, like, well, what are you two doing? That's so important. It's like, well, Jessica's really busy at this time, and Casey works for her, so therefore Casey's really busy too. Like, if they had a day off, you know. Yeah. And like, what are you doing, Nick? Are you you like spraying the pool with water? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing exactly? That's so important. <laughs> yeah, I know that you have to go to Sears and Home Depot, but what right. else? <laughs> what else are you doing at this time? You're gonna clean out the garage. You're gonna spray the garage too. <laughs> I know. Call Drew. Like. <laughs> to carry something inside you know what i mean it's like there's yeah. not nothing happening and that is that's the undercurrent of all of this right yeah. jessica's exploding as far as success goes and nick is covering his pool yeah complaining about having to look up a movie time for his you know celebrity wife mm -hmm. <laughs> and the thing is like i do understand in in some way like if casey says well did you call he's like well you know why don't you just do it like why do i have to do it um but it's like it's not a big deal. It's not like she's saying, you know, can you go fly across the country to pick me up a coffee? You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not like she's demeaning him to like make him do errands for her. You know, she's just like asking him to do something a husband would just do for a wife or vice versa. You know, right? She's just like, did you call? You know, yeah. it's just not that big of a deal. It's not. It's not something to make a thing about and I feel like if he did truly feel like oh come on I've been doing stuff all day and you guys have been doing nothing there's a nicer way to say that oh yeah absolutely it's absolutely just Nick being like you know a complete D-I-C-K again <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and yeah and you see sometimes where they have more playful banter or they do have brother sister like appropriate right play fighting that goes mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. and so you know that he knows how to do that but yet he's choosing to be nasty exactly no it's definitely him feeling whatever he's feeling belittled or whatever it is and he's just being like completely unreasonable about nothing mm -hmm. and this is another one of my favorite moments is jessica doesn't argue and I've always said Jessica is an old soul. Like, she doesn't need to argue with him. She just mm -hmm. puts her hand on her hip and stares at him. Like, this him that look, that dirty look mm -hmm. is just, like, piercing. <laughs> and that is all that needed to be said. Yeah. I read somewhere, and this was a while ago, too. I read somewhere or heard somewhere. I want to say it was on um, – one of the podcasts that you had on your show but that look is like a very is because of her scorpio moon mm -hmm. that's like a very scorpio moon move is to just like bore into your soul with your eyes when you're like so pissed that you have nothing to say <laughs> so yeah i think that's definitely like her uh her moon coming through and just being like don't even it's kind of like two can play at this game but i'm not going to be childish the way that you are right it's like just she's above it just look up the movie time mm -hmm. <laughs> don't try me and i do want to acknowledge that we're seeing a small clip like he probably right after this picked up the newspaper and was like oh, okay like we'll go at 
845 or whatever yeah. you know yeah I feel like there was another like scene in another episode where they were arguing over movie times was there like where mm-hmm. she asks him to look it up in the paper or she wrote it down or something and it's in an earlier episode where Jessica just didn't plan her day properly like she had a manicure and and uh she had to go grocery shopping and she was gonna cook dinner for her and Nick and then they were gonna go to a movie with Drew and Leah yeah and she like wrote down the movie times and he looks in the paper anyway or something mm-hmm. is that what it was but there it was like a whole thing about looking up movie times again and she was like she called him like an a-hole <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that we're sitting here discussing this? Like, they looked up movie times 20 years ago, and now we're like... (laughs) I know! It's crucial! We're like, can you believe this? I know! know. I'm telling you, when you start dissecting this stuff, it's just so much. (laughs) It's interesting, though. To me, it is interesting. I mean, it's like a whole dynamic, you know? Mm -hmm. With the added on fame and fortune, like, there's a lot to it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) then they are heading out this is an old scene this is from that day that jessica had the photo shoot that beautiful photo shoot where she's wearing a white button-up shirt and her hair is very big and curly and she has like dark smoky eyes yes is it from maxim i think it was the maxim the hot 100 right yes i think it was part of that shoot because she's also wearing that outfit in the famous i don't play sports I only go shopping quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that was for Maxim. Uh, yeah. And she was number one. She was named hottest woman in the world. Of course. Duh. Yeah, she was. And yet Nick can't pick up the phone and call the movie. <laughs> Are you kidding? Right? Hello. <laughs> so I think this is interesting. There's a few times in this episode, Casey says it twice. And then Jessica says it toward the end. She says, let's get fired up. Let's get fired up. Yes, that's like her. They're trying to make that her her like catchphrase. Right. I thought that was funny because Jessica has that song on a public affair, Fired Up. Yeah, it has to be like some kind of a, like a reference to Casey. It has to be. Yeah, I feel like it's just one of those sayings that you have with your like that you have with your friend. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, totally. They are going to El Coyote. I don't know if it's if they I heard someone say El Coyote. Mm-hmm. Instead of coyote, I don't know, but this hmm. is a famous Mexican restaurant in LA. It's featured in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's been a standard of Hollywood since back, back, back in the day. Mm. Is it still there? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still there. Oh. They go have some Mexican food there. They they have this really funny scene where they're trying to wink. Oh yeah, she's like, "How do you wink, sexy?" <laughs> Jessica's like oh I can't wink (laughs) she can wink but she's like oh I can't do it sexy and they tried to wink in a sexy way yeah (laughs) (laughs) see I can wink I can wink without like opening my mouth I can like slow wink I think it's just one of those like muscle memory things where some people can do it I'm doing it in the mirror right now and I can do it but I still feel (laughs) I I definitely don't feel sexy doing it (laughs) Just closing one eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like I'm twitching or something. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of an eye seizure. Don't yeah. But 
I feel like Jessica can wink sexy. I mean. She does not seem like the type of person that can't do anything sexy. Like, if she puts her mind to it, it'll be sexy. Right. So, Jess gets a call from Nick, and he sounds weird I guess on the phone and then she says that he's been weird lately and Casey asks if it's because of her staying at their house and she even offers to stay in a hotel for the night yeah that was really nice yeah but Jess reassures her she's like we don't even know that you're in the house like what are you talking about yeah it's just like another clue that there's you know cracks in the relationship you know Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I wonder, it's funny, like, I wonder what was going on at that moment, you know? Right, like what, I'm sure it was one of the billion things that he was pissed about. (laughs) (laughs) So Casey is, I guess, talking to someone or dating someone named Scott at the time. Yeah, I tried to Google that and see, like, who it might be, because he's, like, a baseball player, obviously. I Googled it, too. (laughs) Did you find anything? I couldn't find a thing. She doesn't even have any accurate who's dated who page. Like, everything just says Donald Faison. Yeah, I know. She's wiped the internet of any old relationship she's ever had. Good for her. (laughs) I know. But I thought that was kind of funny that she called him, like, even though he was still playing. She's like, I'm going to call him anyway. (laughs) No shame in her game at all. She's like, if I want to talk to him, I'm going to call him. (laughs) Yeah, and right in the middle of her dinner with jessica too she's right. like whatever right she's like i'm just gonna do this right now <laughs> yeah and so this is another just classic like girly moment where he tells her that something happened and she's like oh that's huge yeah and then she gets off the phone and she says to jessica he was one for three and he got a double and jessica god love her she's like what is that you know <laughs> yeah an order from mcdonald's i think she said <laughs> Yeah, she's like, that sounds like an order for McDonald's to me. Yeah. <laughs> and so they talk it out. And it's just really funny how they, they try to figure out what it is. And I personally, like, couldn't remember what a double was. Yeah. I Googled this, too, actually, because I, I had no idea at all. And Christy was right to begin with. <laughs> He was one for three and he got a double. One for three and he got and a, a, and a double. That sounds like a... An order from McDonald's to me. Double means he stole two bases? Um, I think a double is he hit it and he got to second base. No. No, that's not huge. Go all the way home. I don't think that's what it means. What does a double mean, I wonder? He hit a double fast? No. (laughs) I think a double is him hitting it and getting the second because he got a double base. That sounds lame. I really, like why wouldn't you just say I hit it and got to second base? If he got a double, maybe it means something about base stealing. Like, he got somebody out, and it was a double. It, oh! I think that's what it is. I think maybe he caught a fly ball in center. And that's one out. And it got rose it to first base. Out. And that's definitely a double. Okay. Because I used to play softball. But I helped you. I helped you. You did. I Googled it, and I don't know if they were right, because it says, this is according to Wikipedia, In baseball, a double is the act of a batter striking the pitched ball and safely reaching second base without being called out by the umpire, without Mm -hmm. the benefit of a fielder's misplay or another runner being put out on a fielder's choice. Yeah. And I think that's what Casey says at first. She's like, he got to second base. 
and yeah, Jessica's, Jessica's like, like, no. Yeah, she's like, why is that a big thing, like a big deal? <laughs> well, I guess it's a big deal if up until that point in the game, like you haven't even gotten that far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, that seems like it'd be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, I guess, if like, oh my God, I can't even think of like a really big baseball player right now. I was just going to say Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> right, like, yeah, like Derek Jeter 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> Like, if you're playing against him or something, then it would be a big deal, right? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe he was just trying to sound cool to Casey. Right. Maybe he knows that she doesn't know. So he's like, oh, yeah, I just got a double, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was just this whole scene is just really cute. Totally. They are so cute. And it's just so funny how they can conclude that they're right and they're not right, but they're so sure. <laughs> I know. I love that. It's just so Jessica. They're like, we got it. High five. <laughs> love it. So then it's a different day and Jessica is in a bad mood because she has a audition for a Bruce Willis movie, but she's not even sure if she wants to go. She makes mac and cheese for her and Casey and – they show a headshot of Bruce Willis on the wall that's signed with all of Nick's oh. like 98 degrees gold records. Yes. Oh and she's God. like, oh, he's obsessed, totally obsessed with him. Like Nick <laughs> would freak out if I got it. And I do think it's funny that that picture is with all of like the 98 degrees stuff. I know. <laughs> has nothing like to do with it. In there, like me and Bruce, Bruce and me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, okay. <laughs> we're, we're hanging out on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And so I looked up what this was, and it was for the Die Hard sequel, Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, see, I Googled this too. And I Googled, well, there's a scene later where she says like a quote from the script. Mm -hmm. And I came up with Sin City. Ooh. Yeah, that, um, well, we'll we'll talk about it later when they're in the car. But um, yeah, so what was the Die Hard, what was it? Well, I just Googled... What Bruce Willis movie did Jessica Simpson audition for? Mm. And I found something that said she auditioned to play his daughter in this movie and she didn't get it. But I actually haven't seen this movie. So, yeah, me neither. Is it the Die Hard, one of the Die Hard series? Yeah, I actually know about the movie because I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith and he's in this movie and he actually said that it shattered his illusions because he was a huge Bruce Willis fan and Bruce was a complete diva on the set and horrible to everybody and like Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Kevin actually went on to work with him. He actually went on to direct him in a, in a his own movie and he was like giving it another chance, I guess. Maybe he was just like having a bad time and then yeah it was like the worst experience on the second movie oh, too that so. is disappointing i feel like bruce willis actually i always thought he was one of the like more decent like you know macho male actors mm-hmm. yeah i really i love his versatility because i think he's amazing in the sixth sense yeah and you know he can be like an action star but he also has drama he's also pretty funny you know he can do comedy too and stuff um and pulp fiction i feel feel like he was he has a big range he just kind of goes for it which i i liked about him but mm -hmm. to hear he's a diva that's 
very I know. I think it's cra- – like, I think this is actually really interesting that it's kind of crazy that he quarantined with Demi Moore. Oh, yes. I saw that. That was the cutest. All of them were together, like the whole family. I know. I thought it was adorable too, but I was also kind of like, oh, it's weird because his his current wife was quarantined separately, like somewhere else, and he was, was he with Mary. Yeah, he's married to oh. to somebody else. Oh, then that's really weird. <laughs> I know. Like, wouldn't you die? Especially if your your husband's ex is Demi Moore and she still looks like that. Right? Oh my god, I know. Oh, <laughs> seriously. I'd be calling like, so what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> Can I come over? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, I just don't understand why the two of them are not together. Demi and Bruce, I feel like they're just kind of soulmates in, in a way. But I know. I know. Well, you know? they might be, but you don't always end up with your soulmate in right. every lifetime. So. That's right. I know. They're together in a, in a way, I guess. Yeah. You can read. Did you read her book? No, I didn't yet. I, I saw that it came out and I love biographies. It's like one of my favorite things to read. So I'm mm-hmm. definitely reading it and I love her. Yeah, I love her too. There's more tea on the Ashton relationship, like burning hot tea. Ooh, but... really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but yeah, there's I'll also some – there's a lot about Bruce in there too, obviously. But I like that they, they seem to have a good connection still and they can be close without actually being together Absolutely. I feel like they just really have got the co-parenting thing down and they're mm-hmm. just true friends. Right. You know. So the actress that ended up getting cast as the daughter, if that is in fact the one that she was auditioning for, is Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which I thought was interesting because she's hmm. kind of a different type than Jessica. So I feel like it kind of gave me insight because I've, I mean, I've never had the opportunity to audition for a movie this big, but yeah, sometimes you get an audition and you know that you're not right for it and you just know it's not going to work, but like you're so happy to even have an audition and you feel obligated and you feel like, oh, I should go and do this because I have an audition. Or something. Right. Like it's an opportunity and who knows, like you still might get it by some weird stretch you know and so you kind of like beat yourself up because you're like oh I'm gonna suck at this and then of course you end up sucking at it because you're constantly like beating yourself up about it like manifesting your suckiness (laughs) yeah so I kind of related to what she was going through because I've felt that way before I'm just like oh this isn't the right thing for me but like I need to just force myself to go and do it and she has such a bad attitude the entire time I mean yes. I love her but <laughs> she doesn't want to do it at all she's just pouting and I know and about the script I'm sure that now she wouldn't even do it she would just be like I'm secure enough in the things that I already do and I'll get oh, a better yeah. movie you know oh totally yeah and it didn't make a big difference anyway you know no, I don't think so at all. I think the movies that she did do were like perfect for her and they were like complete fate, you know? It was just that was meant to be and the co-stars that she had were meant to be right. Emotional fair, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yes. So Nick So Jessica has an audition for a, a big movie. Nick is cutting a piece of tarp to fit oh over the pool freaking nick he's 
I don't think there's a single episode where he's not being either cheap or working on something mundane. Like <laughs> those are his two. That's his range in this show. I know. <laughs> or telling somebody to shut it. He chooses to save money in the weirdest places. Totally. He'll spend like, I don't know how much money it cost him to rent that tractor or whatever that thing was that day, the forklift. Mm -hmm. That had to be like thousands of dollars. Like those are not cheap. And yet he doesn't want to buy like a custom pool cover. (laughs) I know. It's so dumb. Like, okay, I understand sometimes people can't afford things, but like- if you over, if you own a home that has a pool, you can afford a custom pool cover. Yes, and they're always in the pool. Like it's not like they don't use it. They're constantly in the pool, sunning by the pool, you know? It's it's of use. Yeah, and he is right like you save a lot of money by using a pool cover. Why don't you just spend the extra money to have a yeah. custom one made? And then later on in the scene, I love the scene after when he invites his friend over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his friend is very point blank is just like that can't be right. Yeah. There has to be like a pool cover for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what people do, Nick. Right. And then he's like, and would there be like a if there was like a slight wind do you think it would like blow it up off the pool and then they just cut to the (laughs) cover blowing right off of it and Nick's like no 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 way way. (laughs) I know it's such a womp womp moment it's like nice try I wonder if that just worked out perfect for them or if they kind of configured that together but (laughs) either way it's just so funny (laughs) they're like we know that this is going to come off this pool and we are going to film this pool until it happens (laughs) totally they just like left a camera out there for days like waiting yeah and he also he argues with his friend and he's like well you know my pool isn't like a normal shape blah blah blah. and then they show the pool and it's completely a normal shape yeah, it's just like one of those kidney shaped in ground pools <laughs> like it's not a crazy shape at all like it might not be the standard huge rectangle right that i see a lot but right, right. they still make like i'm sure there are other houses maybe probably even in that development that have the same pool right exactly totally (laughs) yeah no and I'm sure it would be like not an outstanding bill (laughs) to go and get a pool cover that covers your entire pool if you're trying to save money heating it that way you know yeah and he needs he should know that he needs something heavier that can like sit on you know what I mean like it's it's not gonna blow over well, we, I mean, we see many examples of Nick not being like the sharpest knife in the drawer, although he gets portrayed as like the smart one. You know, he, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> he is definitely not uh, Einstein by any means. <laughs> I know. It's so fun. I always think, I think of that all the time, like that by default, he was considered the smart, like. Yeah. It, I mean, God, I that's think- funny. Um, I posted a, a short clip of a different episode on my stories on Instagram. And I don't know if anybody caught it. It was just like a small thing. But Jessica says something about um, Napa being the next best thing to Italy. And Nick goes, wee oui, wee, oui, which is French. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just crack up. I find it so funny because he just thinks he's so smart and clever and like, He's not. <laughs> that is so funny. I never noticed that. Yeah, it, it is. I'll, maybe I'll put, repost it again. But 
It's funny. See, why didn't the press blow that up and turn that into a whole thing? Yeah, exactly. And and these are things he does all the time. Like if you watch this show, you'll see him doing these kind of ridiculously silly things or saying things that are just not that smart. But nobody cared. You know, he was just the smart one. That's what he was. Right. He has that awkward dad humor. Oh, my God. Yes, completely. At age 30 already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Jessica, she says that she blew her audition. She's really upset. She says, I can't believe how bad I sucked. She gets home and she's clearly upset and she goes to ask Nick what he wants to do for dinner. She's just like, I don't care what we do and leaves the room. And then Casey is in there and she tells Nick that Jessica didn't say anything to her the whole hour and a half ride home. Yeah, she was very upset. I wonder, Mm -hmm. I'm really curious like what movie that was though, because if it was Sin City, like can you imagine Jessica playing Nancy? Did you see Sin City? Yeah, is Nancy Jessica Alba? Yes. Oh. Yes, and I feel like that would have been amazing I don't know I feel like if she had nailed that audition that would have been such a cool part for her like I love Jessica Alba I mean she like is that part but Mm -hmm. I could definitely see Jessica Simpson playing Nancy yeah like a babyish like sexy you know yeah and Jessica was friends with Brittany Murphy too who was also in that that's right yes yeah I feel like that's kind of sad that uh that didn't get to be her (laughs) that would have been a fun movie for her to be in yeah I feel like it's it's kind of like when Lady Gaga did the other one was it El Mariachi it's like a good thing for a pop star to be in because it's very stylized and yes and like tongue-in-cheek yeah yeah totally I I feel like it would have been a good match for her I feel like she was reading the script wrong like she was reading it in the car and so that's how I figured out that it might be Sin City. I Googled the script that she was reading. And at one point she says, no, my love, let me stay close. Nothing can happen to me when I'm with you. And she's reading it as if it's like serious, like they're serious. But oh. if you watch Sin City, you know that everything they say is like kind of purposefully cheesy or a little tongue in cheek. You know, it's not supposed to be like the way that she's reading it. And uh I feel like if she would have understood the script, it would have been so cool for her to be in that movie. Yeah, she might just not have gotten the tone. I think so. And maybe, you know, how can you if you hadn't seen it, if you're just reading it on paper, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Side note. (laughs) (laughs) Derek, tell us which movie it was. (laughs) We need to know because we need to picture her in one of these. (laughs) Right. Was it Live Free or Die Hard or Sin City? Hey, it's Leah cutting in here during editing. Sorry, I don't have a good mic at this moment, but I wanted to let you guys know that we actually figured out that it was Sin City that she auditioned for in this episode. She did also audition for Live Free or Die Hard, but this specific episode she was auditioning for Sin City. So now you know. (laughs) I actually probably need to go see Live for Die Hard so that I can picture it. (laughs) Right. So I don't know about what happened next because I feel like what Nick is saying, he's not really saying because once again, they only show him from behind or from the Mm. side and it doesn't really look like he's saying what 
they are trying to act like he's saying, which is basically like, why did you leave the room? Like, you know, I'm asking you a question and you didn't, or whatever he says, I'll put the clip in. Where do you want to go? I don't care. Come here and talk to me, tell me. She didn't say where the entire drive home. Really? We've been in the car an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, where are you? Why are you being mean? I'm trying to talk to you, and I actually talk to me and walk away. Um, um, why are you being mean or something? I just don't think he was saying that, and I think that huh. Jessica didn't want to be filmed anymore. I think she went up to their bedroom, which is where they're not allowed to follow them unless they give permission. Right, yeah. And I think she just was at her limit because she probably was embarrassed. It's a big movie and a big opportunity, like, no matter which one it was, any Bruce Willis movie is going to be a big opportunity because he's a name talent and, yes. you know, people make movies just based on him being in it. So if you totally. if you're aligned with him in a movie, it's going to further your career. And she probably also had an extra layer of embarrassment because even though she has this strained relationship with Nick, she still cares what he thinks. And wow, wouldn't he have like thought that was so amazing? Yeah, totally. Totally. It was a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I also wonder if maybe it was, I mean, I clearly think too deeply about this, but <laughs> never. It's never too much. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe it was kind of like self-sabotage because if she did get the movie, he would have been super jealous of her. You know what? You're right. That could be very true. She had been kind of acting like that all day and like in the episode where she just was kind of already had it in her head that it wasn't going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're right. It might have been some kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy where she was just like, if I do this, it's going to put stress on my marriage that doesn't need to be there. Because, yeah, how jealous would Nick be if she was in a movie with Bruce Willis? Like Extremely was, jealous. Because oh. he was doing – around this time he was in Charmed and they never even covered it on the show. I know. And that would have been – if Jessica did something like that, that would have been a big deal, you know? Oh. Of course. It was a big show at the time. And, like, it actually was a pretty big deal that he was able to land a part on it. And they didn't care at all. They were just like, oh, look at yeah. Casey. She just moved in. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> We'd rather talk about Casey than your big deal. We don't care about you. I mean, same, you know? <laughs> of course. Yeah. So then, I don't know if this is actually the same night or a different night, but they are, they decide to get Chinese and Nick is like, oh, well, we'll make Casey pick it up. And she goes, oh, I picked it up last time. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I was too busy writing a check for the mortgage. Want, want, again. <laughs> like, oh, you're so funny, Nick. I know. Hilarious. I don't like when people – like, I get that he was just joking, and this one was a bit more good-natured than the next scene, which is, like, totally ridiculous. But yeah, I just – I don't like when people offer to help, and then they are assholes about it. Like, yes. just don't help then. Exactly. Like, do something nice and then throw it in your face. I can't stand that. It's just the worst. Mm -hmm. They get the Chinese and Casey and Jessica are sitting at the table and they have some food in front of them. But I think that there was more just a few feet away and Nick was standing right next to the food. Like, he didn't have to go anywhere or do anything to get it. And Casey says, Nick, can you please hand me my food? And he says no. And then he oh, just takes yeah. his food and walks away. Yep. Like he, yeah, like exactly what they said. He's just purposely trying to be in an a-hole. 
Yeah, and Jessica is, she seems a little embarrassed and she's like, did he really just not bring you your food? Hey, will you bring me my food? No. <laughs> Please? No. Oh, come on. Did he really just not bring me? Yes. I'm just trying to be an ass. Yeah, I think maybe he thinks that's funny, like maybe for TV or something. I I really don't know. Like, you're just being completely out of line, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't really agree with it, but I think his point is like, I'm not going to wait on you too. Right, which seems to be like an ongoing point for him. <laughs> like, right, and I don't think they expect him to either. No, they're just... Like, it's normal conversation that, like, three people have when they're in a room. Hey, can you hand me that? Or, like, you know, hey, can you pick up the phone for me? Like, anything. And he's just, like, outright refusing to do anything for them as if he, it, like, they're trying to make him a slave or something, you know? Yeah, and if, if someone is sitting or standing right next to the thing that you need, of course you're going to say, can you hand me that? Right. Sure. No problem. That's like a normal response. <laughs> no. And walking away is just a completely abnormal response to, can you hand me that thing you're right next to? Yeah. I think no. he, I kind of feel bad for him. Cause I think at this point he was so like their marriage issues and stuff. He was just so out of his depth that any little thing that he could be like, I'm not yeah. doing that. Like, you're not going to make Maybe. me do that. Totally. Yeah. Which I just find so strange. I mean, we could have this whole conversation about Nick and like his career choices and, but I just don't understand why he got like this, you know, like number one, he could be doing so much. Like he doesn't have to be spraying down the garage, you know, mm -hmm. he could be out there. They don't have children. He could be doing, you know, interviews or magazine articles or, you know, anything like he could be out there hustling and he just chooses not to. Exactly. You and know? I think he at this point was too young, even though he wasn't that young, but no. <laughs> he he was too young to realize something that I think he has since realized, which is like whatever work you can get, even if you've already had huge success, you basically just have to do it. Like yeah. when he went in, you know, the things that he does now and the same things that like other boy band members do these things too. Like I right. recently caught up with, I listened to the 20 year anniversary. It came out last year in 2020 of No Strings Attached. Mm -hmm. Lance Bass did this series. He interviewed every NSYNC member solo and then did a bunch of other tribute episodes. It was so That's good. So cool. It was really worth listening to. Like if anyone out there was or is an NSYNC fan, it was so good. It really was well done. And I didn't realize how many, how much they all constantly work. Mm -hmm. Chris and Joey and Lance. I mean, Lance, I've seen more in in TV and stuff, but um, they're always singing or doing shows or working on something, and yeah. they are basically like celebrity personalities and they sometimes do music and performances, but sometimes they don't. And right. it just is like whatever they do. And they, I'm sure they make good money and they work a lot. They work very consistently. They're always traveling. Like, yeah, yeah. it was kind of funny to me because obviously you think of Justin as the one who's like the most successful. And yeah. it was, he, 
it was like they all talked about each other as if everybody was on the same level because everybody in the group is super talented and everybody is always working. Aww. Yeah, it was really nice. And I thought that's what Nick needed to realize at this time was that like, basically you're married to this person. Her success is your success. Yeah. Her money is your money. Mm-hmm. You should be cheering her on and you should realize if you're already 30, 31 by this time, like that the business has ebbs and flows and there's going to be times where nobody wants to put you in anything. No one cares about you. And then there's going to be other times when you're on top. Like, right. I don't think he's as talented as Jessica or as doesn't have as much star quality, but who knows? Yeah. Like he could have had a career resurgence a year after this or whatever. I mean, he did because of what's left of me, but I mean, if yeah. they stayed together, you know? Yeah, no. I mean, he could have been doing things under the radar that maybe weren't like out in the open that everybody knows about or that were like super big deals like he could have been working you know just like all the members of NSYNC maybe you know Justin is the biggest star and he's out there in front of everybody but doesn't mean everybody else isn't doing things a little bit under the radar but keeping themselves working and keeping themselves busy doing what they love you know yeah it's just a tough business and if you if you're really in it you can understand that and he should be happy that his wife is making a ton of money so he doesn't have to freak out and be like oh how am I going to pay the mortgage you know absolutely and he was already there like I think we talked about this the first time I was on the show that he was already there like he was at that point you know Mm -hmm. and so he should understand what goes along with that and just appreciate that he doesn't have to work that hard if he doesn't want to right now you know I don't right. know. His his general attitude about her success just boggles my mind. Like I don't it doesn't make sense to me the way I that know. he crawled into himself about it, you know. Yes. If anyone out there is listening, if you have a nick in your life, dump him or her. <laughs> Immediately or your, sooner. Yes, your partner should celebrate your success. They should be happy for you and they should either jump on board or be by your side. Mm -hmm. Even if they're a Scorpio. (laughs) That's right. Even if they're a Scorpio (laughs) or whatever Zodiac they may be. Yes. (laughs) So then they have a few more scenes that are basically, look at Jessica and Casey. They're so close. They show a bunch of pictures of all three of them together. Yes, the photo montage. There's like a scene where they're doing laundry. Yes, and they're washing their underwear together. She's yeah. like, Isn't that weird. <laughs> Which I don't know. Do you think that's weird? Not really, because it's getting cleaned. Right. I think the fact that they're actually doing laundry in that laundry room is more weird. <laughs> right. That surprised me more because I'm like, what about like, what is their again? Like, we have to ask the question, what does their maid do? Right. What happened to that housekeeper? Where did she go? <laughs> The laundry room is kind of empty, so somebody's been doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the fact that they wash their underwear together, not the surprising part. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then there's a really quick scene where uh, I guess Casey puts a pan in the dishwasher and Nick is like, oh, don't put that in the dishwasher. It's not going to get clean. And she goes, my dishwasher in Texas would have cleaned it. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like bitching at each other. Yeah, it's just like bickering. That probably Mm -hmm. like wasn't a necessary scene, but – no, but again, they're just showing like the dynamic and mm-hmm. how it's progressing and how they're all becoming like a bickering married trio. Yeah. 
And then there's this really weird scene. I guess they're watching like a rap video or something. Yeah, what are they watching? I've seen I've watched that scene a hundred times and I still have no clue if it was like a movie or what. I don't know either. Or who it is. Yeah. If anyone knows of anything, because she said that there were men with their legs wide open showing mm-hmm. their wee-wees. Their wee-wees. <laughs> she's just the most precious, uh, like, innocent. I mean, she sounds like she's three. Totally wholesome. They're wee-wees. Wee-wee. <laughs> Love that. I have no idea what they were watching. So if anybody knows or anyone has any guesses, they said something about the masturbation song which i don't know what that is either hey everybody it's leah editing again cutting in there were just so many questions in this episode but we've already solved the mystery thanks to you guys amanda and i both posted on our instagrams what do you think they were watching in this scene and almost everybody who replied said the same thing They were watching the Britney Spears Onyx Hotel special. Now you all know how I feel about Britney. I love her with all my heart and soul would die for her. So of course I don't really agree with Jessica's reaction, but I think it's really cute and funny and wholesome that she reacted that way. I'm pretty sure she was watching the breathe on me scene, which undoubtedly is very, very sexual. I don't think it's quite as shocking as what her reaction was, especially because Britney had already done Slave for You and all that, so it wasn't like it was really news that she was that sexual, but hey, like I said, Jessica's just very wholesome and that's why we love her. Also, the masturbation song is Touch of My Hand, but I don't think that's the scene they were watching because that song Britney performed by herself in a bathtub, so there were definitely no wee-wees there, I think, but... There were definitely in the Breathe On Me scene because the dancer that Brittany makes out with, Leo, he is wearing just some little briefs. So I suppose you could see his wee-wee. I will now continue my life never saying the word wee-wee again. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Let's get back to our previously recorded podcast. So this is what we need to do. Jessica or Casey or even Nick, if you might be listening, let us know what show you were watching and what is the masturbation song. <laughs> yeah, that's my first question when I when I have Jessica on. <laughs> what is the masturbation song? She just immediately leaves. She's like, Mike, ah. Mike off. <laughs> I promise if you're listening, any member of the Simpson family, I will not ask Jessica anything about anything like that. How to lose a guest in five minutes. Oh my God. (laughs) Totally. So then it's time for Nick and Jessica's date night. And this was actually the night of the audition that she went on. Oh, was it the same? Yeah. Okay. Because when she's sitting down at the restaurant, she's like, I can't believe how bad I did or something. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to a restaurant called Finn's and Nick is like, oh, I feel naked without our child with us. And that's when he starts talking about, you know, she has to, she can't hang out with us all the time. She has to go out and meet other people and make friends. And it sounds, it does sound like he's talking about a daughter or something who's like antisocial. Totally. It does. They've, they've like established that dynamic where he's like, you must fly the nest now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like not up to him to. (laughs) be like oh she needs friends it's like she has 
her friend is Jessica Simpson. Right. She has a friend. Okay. <laughs> and she's also like not she's not paid to be a friend, but like she's paid to be on demand, right? She's working. Right. Nick. Yeah, she's <laughs> she busy. A job. Exactly. Unlike some people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're talking about Maltese's because the lady at the audition had a Maltese. And I guess that was distracting to Jessica. Yeah. She, I know she just like flipped the conversation from like, wow, I really sucked to like, and then there was this dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's me with every conversation. I'm yeah. like, let's talk about the dog. Yeah, totally. And I guess this Maltese was dirty and Nick is like, oh, they're, they're dirty dogs. Like he's being really weird about it. I guess because of the whole thing from, the last season where it was like, oh, Jessica wants a Maltese, Nick wants a Husky. Oh, you're right. I, You know, this part just really, like, did it for me with Nick. I was, like, done. I, I can't stand the way he talks about Maggie. And I know that Jessica looked pretty upset, too. But I'm sorry. If that mm-hmm. was my husband talking about, like, my beloved dog like that, mm-hmm. that was just really really rude he's like they're dirty filthy disgusting animals like how dare you and they're not they're just white so they're adorable you can see the dirt faster like when you wear white pants and three seconds later you have a stain right like if you had fur coming out of your nostrils nick then you would probably (laughs) have a brown mustache too okay exactly and if anyone doesn't remember maggie is tina's dog yes and that's what makes Jessica want to get a Maltese because she loves, loves, loves Maggie. And Jessica, because Nick is like saying, oh, they're dirty and stuff, Jessica says, I'm getting teary-eyed. <laughs> I know. She's always so nice about things, you know? Like, she's always like, oh, that makes me so sad. Or, oh, I'm not happy about that. I would be like flipping. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's just so sweet. She's so polite. She has that Southern charm, you know? Totally. Totally. I guess their dinner is fine. They just – they don't seem – whereas I feel like some of the other episodes, they'll fight, but then there's a scene with more chemistry or something. This doesn't seem like they have it going on. Not at all. I, I feel like this dinner was just so weird and uncomfortable, and he's just being rude to her the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. he's not giving her anything, you know? He's not giving her any, like, love or attention or kindness He's just everything he says is just something rude and obnoxious. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't feel appreciated and she should. Not at all. And she's trying. She's trying to like share her food with him and be like affectionate and mm-hmm. tell him about her day and all this, you know, intimate things. And he's just like, that dog is filthy. Mm-hmm. And then he says something about the dessert. Like, yeah, that's what she said. Like, Ugh. you know, like an innuendo about the size of Nick's penis because we have to bring that up every dinner some for some reason I'm so bored Nick <laughs> come on okay we know we know mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I just I agree I don't think that they had any chemistry in this dinner I feel like he was just ruining it yeah and then Jessica she's like oh now let's go to bed like she's definitely trying she's trying she's trying all the way to the end she's trying to please him and It's just he's not reciprocating. And then the episode ends with them like going home and they dub in a weird – like I guess they just didn't know how to end the scene or the episode because 
Jessica says, oh, like, that was a good restaurant or whatever. I want to take – I have to go there with Casey. And then they dub in Nick going, Jessica, you are killing me. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, their period at the end of the sentence. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he's not – you know, we're talking about, oh, he's a Scorpio. He hides things. Like, he wouldn't openly come out and be like, you're killing me with this Casey stuff. Right. Exactly. No, they definitely, that part, I agree. I think they just had him say that to throw in, like, an ending. So that is the episode. And now we can get into our fashion segment. It's all about fashion. It's all about beauty. This is fun for me. There wasn't that much in this episode. I don't see. I feel like there was a lot of fashion in this episode. Oh, good. Talk about yeah. it. <laughs> there is quite a few, especially because in the beginning they do a little montage. So we get like snippets of other episodes too. You're right. I guess I meant more substantial scenes where we get to like see a lot of it. But yeah, yeah there was a lot of clips. And there was a lot of repeat wears in this episode. Like right. she's definitely like on a kick for certain items so there was like a lot of repeats i noticed in the scene where casey is on top of nick that's when they were in te uh, texas for the rodeo because jessica has on that pink outfit yes that um I, I think it's like a ladies of the canyon halter and the pink jacket some kind of pink <laughs> jacket right i love that you are like colleen now you're like oh that's <laughs> this <laughs> I know. Well, it's so funny because, you know, now I get all these DMs and stuff and people have started DMing me when they have items. They're like, oh my God, I have this item from when I was like 19 when I was in college and I still have it. And they'll send me pictures of like the item and the, the label on stuff. And so I'm like learning all of the designers, you know, that she was wearing just from people telling me that they have these clothes. <laughs> awesome it is it's cool but yeah I know what you're talking about that was the um the the, the rodeo animal whatever that was the show mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then also in the first scene it's again we have to mention queen of Jessica fashion Colleen her favorite item Jessica's camo jacket yes yep she was wearing I think it's Denang right Denang right or something like that that camo jacket she still hasn't tracked it down. If anyone knows how to find this jacket, please DM Jessica Newlywed Style. You'll make her life. Oh, my God. I've looked, too, for her. Just I've gone on these little look-sees around the <laughs> internet, and it's it's like nowhere. There aren't even, like, pictures of it really online. It's I know. Isn't that weird? It must yeah. have been – I don't think it was mass-produced. I guess not. It's like a crop jacket. Right, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have a hood. I don't know. It's there's other things that look like it, but they're not the same. Right. She has that. I actually think she looks really good in that restaurant scene, even though it's dark. She has on like her very two thousands rectangle shades and yeah, diamond earrings shades. I think she wears those throughout the whole episode. Mm -hmm. And even uh, the first clip in the very beginning, she's in that pink primp splatter jacket that yes. everybody wants and she's wearing those same pink glasses I don't know who makes them but they're in like a lot of these scenes mm -hmm. I really want the blue primp and sometimes they appear online but they're just so expensive and I'm like these are used sweats right 
Like, I need totally. to slow it down. I'm not going to spend 200 bucks on used sweats, but on a I sweatshirt. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I do like it and I want to be a collector, but not at that price. I know. And then I think, well, like, okay, if I get this. Think about all – if I wanted to just – if I wanted to just do a Jessica thing, like, I could get a lot of Jessica Simpson collection items and, like, a perfume for that, you know? Totally, yes. That's what Derek always tells me when I tell him I want to spend money on something. Like, I told him I wanted to buy stock in that company that Jessica, her name is under. He was like, don't waste your money. Just go take that $100 and go buy a Jessica Simpson item, you know, like, support her <laughs> – support her <laughs> that's why we love him yes he's such a supporter and it's true and honestly her collection this fall has been like I think one of my favorite in a really long time all of the I stuff know. that she has out right now like all of the paisley and the plaid and the leopard and stuff I agree I was just looking at these heels that I really want. They look, I mean, her shoes are comfortable, but these look kind of like painful. <laughs> <clears throat> They're black, but they have like rainbow rhinestones, like big ones. Ooh, I haven't seen those. Are they, what kind of shoe are they? Just like spike heels. Wait, let mm. me look up. I'll tell you guys the title so that I don't get like 100 people like, which shoes are those? Right, right. Okay, it's Preppy Rainbow Rhinestone Embellished Diorze Pumps. That's the official title. Oh, yes. Those heels. Yes. Those are so cute. I love them. Oh, and they probably would like match. You can wear them with anything. That's why I really – I always – you know, reason with myself. And I'm like, well, are you actually going to wear these or do you just think that they're cute? And I think yeah. that we'll actually wear them because I wear a ton of black and I like wearing a heel or any type of shoe that kind of elevates just a plain black outfit. And I feel like that these would do that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you could add like a pop of color of any color in your outfit. Like if you wanted to wear all black and like any color headband or any color belt or any color jacket, it would match. Right. Exactly. I say go for it. Those are cute. <sighs> Maybe I will. Treat myself. <laughs> so then we have Jessica's bikini from the pool scene, and it's, I think she wears this again at some point, or maybe I've just seen this episode too many times. No, she does. She wears it with a cowboy hat when they're talking about Leanne Rhymes. Am oh. I right? Oh. I, I felt like you must be because I felt like I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, I think she does wear it. It's very cute and it's got the little like eyelet trim on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the white accents. Yeah. I thought it was interesting her outfit to go to the audition because normally they tell you not to wear a white shirt to an audition because do you're that? getting – Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter. There's all these like little things that they tell you to, not to do and stuff when you audition and don't wear these colors or don't do this or this etiquette and then I always think well like if Jessica or not Jessica if like Julia Roberts was wearing a white shirt when she went to audition for Pretty Woman would they really have been like please get out <laughs> yeah right doubtful <laughs> yeah you're just supposed to wear a color that you're like a color because you might um it might wash you out or you might be in front of a white background and it doesn't look good blah 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 oh okay but I feel like if you're Jessica, you already stand out. You're not like one – you're not like in a sea of blondes or something, so you don't really have to yeah. worry about that. You have that. a name for yourself, so you can pretty much wear whatever you feel like. Yeah. I, I liked her outfit. It was just a plain white tank top, black pants, gold high heels that she matched to her gold bag that you were talking about, the one that you have. Yes. Um, 
the what was it called again Devi Crowell mm-hmm. Such an interesting name yeah and those heels she's wearing those gold heels I feel like she's worn so many times in other episodes as well and they just match perfectly with like everything like her hair and that shawl that like yellow mustard colored shawl I've seen her wear them with um but yeah I really like that outfit and I love the um black like really super wide leg pants right yeah I think so cute I agree I think it was a good outfit for that because it wasn't too flashy but at the same time it was like you could tell she tried like she matched a little bit and she did her makeup and yeah Yeah. no it it just looked very simple you know I, I thought it was a good choice too then we have when they're watching the wee wees, the green juicy suit that we've seen her wear before, and yes, she's wearing like iconic. a yes, it is iconic, and she's wearing a army hat for the USS Detroit, which is from when she was doing her tour overseas, entertaining the troops. So that's right. I thought I had seen that in another episode or somewhere online as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so cute. I love the color of that juicy jumpsuit or whatever you call it because Mm -hmm. she also wore it um in an easter special i I think i posted it on my um reels or something like that but there's like a special easter episode and she wears that and it just looks so perfect for the the holiday and it's just like a really nice like minty or um i don't even know like a lighter green so cute and green always looks really good on her Yeah, it does. I mean, everything looks good on her. (laughs) I don't think there's a color that just doesn't look outstanding on her, but definitely green with like her blonde hair and like the brown eyes, very Mm -hmm. earthy. It looks really nice. Yes, I did. The last time it was St. Patrick's Day, I posted a ton of pictures of Jessica in green. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, and Ashley. It's just a good color for them. Yeah. Oh, Ashley looks so good in green. There's one that just stands out in my mind and I'm not even sure what she's wearing, but it's like a bright, shiny green something. I want to say it's a dress. Is it the peacock one? I really, it's, it's a long time ago. I think it must be like 2003 or something. Mm -hmm. And she's wearing, I want to say like black heels and just like this really outstanding green um shirt or dress and it just makes her and she's got dark black hair and it just makes her look like pop it looks so good on her yes they do look good in green you're right queen queens of green <laughs> queens of green <laughs> so are there any other fashion moments from this episode that you want to mention um so she was wearing that nude um terry cloth juicy dress mm-hmm um, you know, the ones with the ruched top and they're just kind of short and loose. And that nude color is like really hard to find because I've looked, I have a lot of those terry cloth dresses from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I look around on Poshmark and stuff for different ones, different colors. And that nude color just doesn't, it's just not around for some reason. I don't know if people, you know, end up throwing them out because they stained or something, but I love that nude color. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, point. I think I had – I definitely had a pink one, but I don't know if it was juicy. It might have been just from Mandy's yeah. or something. Yeah. They had a lot of that same style of different brands, and they were, like, 
pretty much just as good. <laughs> right. Um, and then, oh, I need to mention um, Nick's friend's Miller Lite hat. <laughs> <laughs> we need to shout out the Miller Lite hat because it exists. The fashion highlight. <laughs> yeah, of course, his friend comes over wearing, like, are they all just in, like, a Miller Lite cult, or did they plan that? Like, what is that, you know? It's literally just that straight guy thing where they don't have a personality. I, so they just, like, latch on to a terrible beer. <laughs> yes. I joined a couple of dating apps. It was a very dark time. It only lasted about two weeks. <laughs> oh, no. And I couldn't believe uh, how many straight men think that beer golfing and sports and fishing is an entire personality (laughs) oh it's a whole mood it's a male mood they're like this is it this is what we do this makes you a man like like please understand i will never ever ever touch even your hand okay if you have a profile like that like holding a fish I can't tell you how many people that are on my Jessica Simpson tribute page and their dudes holding a fish is their profile picture I don't know what that is it's I don't know it's like some kind of weird like holding fish Miller Lite you know golfing club or something me I totally don't get it and I cannot believe that anyone would ever think it's impressive to hold a fish I know and a dead fish like- Look at this huge dead fish. Like, this is amazing. It's not even like, it's not even like, oh, wow, how could you catch that? It's like you just, you put a hook into the water and it swam into it. Wow. I know. And you reeled it in like golf What a man. (laughs) I know. And why are you following a Jessica Simpson tribute page? It's not even like I'm posting like pictures of her boobs all day. It's, you know quotes and facts about her like why do you care you know they are closet fans I I think so I think they're closet fans or they you know they're listening to his eye on the sparrow while we're not looking oh my god (laughs) but um yeah so I wanted to shout out that Miller Lite hat and then oh there was one part where they're talking about the Chinese food that little triff they get into mm-hmm. whatever it's called and um she's wearing the it's like a pink and yellow funky patterned v-neck shirt and a brown leather jacket and i'm pretty sure that was the day that she did that buffalo wings commercial oh she's wearing white pants also Oh, yeah. And is that the one where Ashley looks frumpy and stuff and she's like yes. upset? <laughs> yes. it's. I think it's from that. Is it from the Ashley Simpson show? I is think where... so. I think it, I don't think it was newlyweds. Yeah. And Ashley's like, I don't eat buffalo. She, does, like, <laughs> she makes her whatever that character voice is. <laughs> it's so silly. Only next to Jessica would Ashley ever look like the frumpy one. I know and it's like it, it somehow she does like I understand <laughs> it like you have Ken you have your mom you have your sister next to you like how did this happen how did your hair become like flat and and stuck to your head in black right now you know? I know like why is Jessica always the perfect princess <laughs> it's just like it's Ashley's curse I feel like it's just like her thing in life where this is her hurdle. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure that 
that's the same um, day, or maybe she wore that outfit more than once. But it's a really cute outfit, actually. It's like one of those um, outfits where it can be like sexy, but also casual, but also dressy, you know, at the same time. It's yeah. I noticed that top too. It was only like a couple seconds, but it looked really cute. Yeah. So I was like rewinding it because I I knew we were going to do a little fashion segment and I had never noticed that before. Um, I just looked it up and yes, that is the top and it's from the Ashley Simpson show episode six. So. Oh my God. Does it tell you who makes the top or anything? Mm, No, but it looks, it looks kind of like Scotta to me. Oh yeah. It's like some of her other, I know she loves Escada. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. And I, before I started listening to your podcast, I just never knew that how often they cut from day to day and back again. Mm -hmm. I just never realized that. And now I'm noticing all these times when I'm like, oh, that was like a completely different day than the scene they just came from. You know, they're just like shoving in scenes. Yeah. There's so many I mean, I guess they're not random, but, like, it seems kind of random, the clips that they put in sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. What's her name? Sue Kalinske. I think she was, like, one of the main producers on the show. But just the way that they find their material or clip it together, um, you know, props to them. I mean, they really made this show, like, way more interesting than it might have been. Yeah, (laughs) and that wasn't easy because – that was back when they filmed way more footage than they needed. So they literally had to go through dozens and dozens of hours. I mean, hundreds of hours of oh my God. footage. Completely. And they had to like connect the dots between those pieces of footage and to make it interesting. Like it's pretty remarkable. Did you ever watch that? Um, there's like a special episode where they actually interview like the directors and the producers and the cameramen. Did you ever watch that? It's like a three-part special. Oh, not in years. I have to find it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I think I have it like on my YouTube saved. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's really interesting. It's actually that there's one part where Jessica drinks chalk. Or no, no, not chalk. She drinks some. Um, what's that stuff that tastes like chalk? Um, oh. It's like it's to settle your stomach. X-lax? Something like that, yeah. It's like yeah. an excellence. And so she and so they have all these like deleted scenes or scenes that they didn't put in there and um and interviews with the cast and the crew. So there's a whole part one that's just the crew. And it's just really interesting. I mean, it really like shows you how awkward it must have been to have people just walking around in front of you, like taping you. You know, they show, like, the cameraman walking backwards with, like, the boom hanging down in front of Jessica's face while she's just living her life, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's definitely – it's a good watch. It's really interesting. Ooh, we'll have to do an episode on it. Yes. Oh, yeah, that would be a great episode. Yeah. You'll have to post it up so people can actually see it. So that brings us to the end of another podcast. We are going to rate the episode now. And I know that you are familiar with our rating system. So I'll let you go first. So I love this episode. I love all the Casey episodes. I think it adds some kind of a special like thrill to the the show. Um, I don't like Nick's attitude or their dynamic in this episode. So I'm going to take a 
a little bit of points away for for that because that was just like frustrating to watch. But I love I, I love Casey and her their dynamic, and I love all the clothes. So let's see. I'm gonna give this episode what's what's gonna be my rating. Let me think for a second. I'm gonna give this episode three and three quarter autographed Bruce Willis photographs <laughs> surrounded by 98 degrees. <laughs> wow, you hear that, Nick? <laughs> it's oh. that special. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I really like this episode. Even if I don't like the attitude, I just think it's such an entertaining episode. And it does have a few of my favorite moments, as I mentioned. Um, so I think that I am going to give it four out of five makeshift pool covers blowing off the pool. <laughs> yes. Yes. Two shouts to Nick. Hello. Nick's awkward life. <laughs> we're just being, we're giving it to Nick this time. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, it wouldn't have been the same without him. So absolutely. Yes. Gotta His throw him a bone is thrilling and helpful (laughs) (laughs) yes well amanda thank you so much for coming back this was so fun absolutely this is my pleasure i love i can always talk to you for so long about the most trivial little details but i love it i know i know it's fun and i had such a long 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 work weekend like such a busy weekend and normally i feel like most people would be like oh i can't do that podcast i just have to go to bed and i was just like no this is gonna be so fun it's gonna be so nice to talk about something that isn't super serious and something we just appreciate and love Totally. It's just like sitting down and getting to like talk about or watch or listen to like your, you know, like your, your easy listening, your fun show or, you know, the thing that you like to do at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, that does it for us this week. Next week, we will be back with, I don't know, it's a mystery. It might be Ashley related. It might be Jessica related. It might be both. You'll just have to uh, wait and see. Yes, mystery episode. Can't wait. (laughs) Yay. And thank you for always posting about the podcast and helping promote it because you are awesome. Oh, absolutely. I love posting about the podcast. And thank you for tagging me so that I can post. Of course. You know, (laughs) we have to support each other. Us girls got to stick together. Yes, 100%. If there's any other um, Instagram handles or anybody out there that wants a little shout, you can DM me anytime. Yes, and a lot more Jessica and Ashley pages have popped up after ours, by the way. Oh, they Trendsetters. have. Trendsetters. Yes, they have. <laughs> I don't know if they've just like started contacting us or if they're new or what, but yeah, they're coming out of the woodwork for sure. We love it. Follow us. Love it. Love it. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Capria Moon. That's at C-A-P-R-I-A-M-O-O-N. And follow the podcast at Ashley and Jessica cast on Instagram and at Ashley Jessica cast on Twitter. Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear ashleyandjessicast at gmail.com and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.